Hi guys, in this show we're looking at McBride, Bussey, Wallace, Coombs, Aston, Dobson, Alvarado and Fox. We're looking at 1996's The Frighteners. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, my name's Mark and I am oozing with ectoplasm. Uh, And I'm the other guy, I'm known as the Brains of the Outfit. (laughs) And the the looks, and the brawn, the fuck do I bring to this party? The personality. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a, a, a list of ex-girlfriends as long as your schlong make them say that's not the case. <laughs> Jesus, hang on, I'm just going to add that explicit uh, button to this episode already. Uh, uh, yeah, how are you, John? You all right? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, yeah, just uh, counting the minutes to Christmas. It's on its way, so happy it times, happy times. Yeah, absolutely. We're, uh, we're only one episode from Christmas. Uh, Christmas. So we are, of course, covering another ghostly Christmas film. Well, that's not really a Christmas film, but ghosts, ghosts and Christmas for me. Yeah, hand they in go, hand. Yep. They yeah, go together fantastic. like, yeah, they go together like peanut butter and jizz. <laughs> well, I suppose you can get <laughs> peanut butter and jizz. They go together like peanut butter, your dick, and your dog. <laughs> not you, particularly. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. But the yeah, so for me, that's what it is. And next week, we're going to do something really special. We're going to do a ghostly Christmas film. So, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of we're, we're culminating with that. Yeah. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Fuck knows what we're doing for Hogman 8. I'm sure we'll figure God. some shit out. Out. We haven't got that far yet. We'll get it. We'll, 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 we'll figure, figure that out when we're when we're drunk and we're having some yeah. Zoom chats, as always. Yeah. Uh, we are the podcast that tries to learn a hundred things from the subject matter film. John's watched the film and made a list. I've watched the film and made a list. I've even checked my list twice, but then I am a fat bearded prick, <laughs> so that's what we do at this time of year. So why not? Why not, indeed, John? Not, indeed? What are we cracking about this week? So we're cracking about. A little cracker, uh, the Frighteners from 1996. Oh, the Frighteners! Isn't this? Isn't this such a good film? Still, it's, it's, it's honestly, I've, I've, I've I watched it years ago, and I watched it the last couple of nights, and it's just it's still alright. It's there are a couple of bits of CGI dodginess, but other than that, it's really really good. And still Ken, enjoyed what? it. This is a global video VHS special, John. It really is. Yeah, I yeah. think I rented this a couple of times from Global Video. Well, my, my mate gave me a pirate copy. <gasps> Back in the day. <laughs> was it Captain Pugwash? No, 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 no. No, it was a shite nuts he gave me. <laughs> John, mm-hmm. we're talking 96. We could have talked to other films, I'm sure. Yep, we could have. Uh, we could have been talking Jingle All The Way, mm. uh, Hamlet, and uh, all your wee pals in this. Uh, Fear, we... Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, oh, hey, bro. Uh, the film that knocked this off of the sort of this, this film, The Frighteners, was a flop, but only because I'm saying it went up against Daylight with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, I think about Daylight at least once a week because I travel through the time tunnel. Ah, for right, work. Okay. <laughs> Brings back some memories. So you, you've done the Clyde Tunnel a few times, I would yeah, assume, John. Yeah, yeah, do you think yeah, about yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Robert <laughs> Patrick's in that, right? Uh, 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So is v- was it Vivo Mortensen? The um, from, oh, is he? Yeah, yeah I'm sure he's a climber or some kind of oh, right. okay. sporty guy. Uh, Independence Day, which I went seen three or four times back in the day. Yeah, I went see it twice. Um, there's two. There's two. There's two ends of the the spectrum here. There's Executive Decision with Kurt Russell in it, but there's okay. also Escape from LA. Oh, Escape from LA, right? I famously. Escape from LA has the shonkiest, shonkiest CGI. And when we're talking about this movie, most of the computer graphics still brilliant as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah. there's on one of the Blu ray releases, I think, from Escape from LA, which you can find on, on YouTube, there's an interview with the guy that they bought in to do the special effects, and mm. he just wasn't up to it. And there's like this kind of this, this post production interview, and they're like, yeah, I'm really sorry. <laughs> kind of like, Fuck. Wow. This, this, they've like basically gone. So why are the effect? You know, twenty years oh on, why are the effects so bad, pal? That's and he's terrible. like, uh, yeah, I just they thought I could do it and I couldn't do it. Jesus, that's, and that's, that's yeah, that stinks. Well, this film, this film did stand the test of time, but it's only because Peter Jackson was involved. They had Wet involved. They had all these things come together. So it had. Um, everyone round about me, Robert Zemeckis, he really did have a lot of help doing this film, so that's yeah. probably why it's so... Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Falms, because I've read it wrong. It's Falms. <laughs> one of the Falms. That's one of the Falms. One of the Falms. Uh, it's so much fun. So let's uh, let's let's get into it instead of making people listen to our blether shite for a, for a little while. Um, it opens and it says it's a, a, a Robert Zemeckis production. Uh, Zemeckis... Yeah. I'm sure you're aware of this, John, but Zemeckis was originally planned to uh, direct it. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And he, uh, he he believed he couldn't do it justice, so mm. give it to Peter Jackson. Uh, Peter Jackson really wasn't that renowned a director at the time, was this, he? This was his first biggie, because I'd watched all his Zeller stuff, so mm. I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of Peter Jackson's Zeller stuff, because um, I think it's the, he was he no... One of the founders of Wingnut Films that brought mm-hmm. us such uh, classics as Meet the Feebles, Bad Taste, and Brain Dead. I I have <laughs> Bad Taste and Brain Dead on a double VHS somewhere oh, in this that. house, Absolutely. but I've never traded up. But I need to. Do you know I've still never seen Meet the Feebles? Have you not? No, and I'm I'm told it's really it, it's... It, it really lacks any heart. It's really just yeah. It's not as good as it's not as fruit. good or disgusting as Brain Dead. Or, or bad taste to be honest, but um, it just it's just more like a disgusting looking Muppets just with extra slime thrown in. Yeah. You know I mean? Oh, for so, our American listeners, of course, Brain Dead is uh, Dead Alive. For those that don't know, uh, Dead uh, Alive is Brain Dead. Uh, Wing Not Farms was found in February fourteenth, Valentine's Day, nineteen eighty seven. Okay. By Peter Jackson and one of his good mates, Michael Stevens. They've made twenty two films to date. Uh, including King Kong, all those fucking Middle Earth films, which are, uh, which are, which are so uh, everybody walks in those films, even the fucking trees. So that's a, that's a, that's a Clerks Two, uh, Clarks Two uh, reference for you. Um, that Beatles documentary, Get Back, that everybody's watching, but I could not care less about. Mm. That's on Disney Plus at the minute. Oh, we're going to get back gear. Get back. <laughs> not interested at all. Um, the mum in this, by the way, we'll get to it in a minute. But the mum in this, I was certain, was the old dame from Brain Dead. You know, the 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 boy's mum from Brain Dead that gets 
gets bitten by the uh, the little monkey. It yeah. isn't. But she's the fucking spit and she the really voice is. of. She's yeah. so stern, isn't she? Which is yeah. weird because I think this was, this was filmed in um, New Zealand anyway, wasn't it? Yes, it, it is. Yeah, it was filmed in New Zealand with the understanding um, that it would be made to look like uh, Central... So I was going to say Central America. That it was made to look like Honduras. <laughs> that, that, that it would look like any kind of town in, in kind of middle America. Yeah. Um, and I was always certain for bloody donkeys that it was filmed in... Um, that it was filmed in San Francisco kind of way, just because of the mist and the, the yeah, hills. The, yeah, yeah. Um, there's, a, it, there's a shot later on and the hills just look kind of like... <laughs> you're like... That's fucking yeah. hobbits up there. <laughs> well, I, I tried to find so I like doing I like some of the the, the, the scene stuff and, and some of the location stuff. So I actually tried to look at some of the locations. But there was a where it was filmed in New Zealand. There was a earthquake in 2011. So all the bones that were referenced are all gone. All right. Wow. Yeah. Usually, usually you could actually say, "Oh, that's where that was filmed," but because sure. it was so bad. Half it wasn't there, so it was a shame. It was a oh, shame. that is a shame. But now it's all Hobbit houses there. The cemetery is still there. <laughs> all right, okay. Well, that's that's something at least. Um, Brain Dead caused a lawsuit, which was called Bradley versus Wingnut Films. In the film, you see the Bradley family tombstone. So your man Bradley took them to court and won, and it started a new invasion of privacy law in New Zealand. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, all on the back of that. So, if you think about it, that being only the second film that they'd produced, that mm. could things could have been very, very different for Peter Jackson. He could have ended up working in a call centre or oh, yeah, know, yeah. Fucking selling phones in a shop. Or something <laughs> like that. The place that we are zooming in on now is a place called... Um, Fairweather, this 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 village, this town called Fairweather. Fairweather's not a real place, but yep, there are some out. real Fairweathers. Uh, mm. Cardiff, Wales, Wisconsin, USA, and there is a house by the name of Fairweather in Balmain, New South Wales, uh, is named Fairweather and has been called Australia's most scenic mansion. Ooh, which I was semi interested in. They'll be haunted. <laughs> you would hope so. We come to this house. Oh, by the way, got to point out to listeners that we were watching the director's cut. Yeah. So we watched the director's cut of this one. So it's a slightly longer. John, you might know what's in this that isn't in the other ones, but I, I, I didn't. I didn't really pay attention. Uh, I, I, maybe the, I actually didn't recognise anything that was changed. So we're all right. We're all right. It was nothing. It, it didn't change the, the, the tone or the, the story in any way. Okay. <laughs> So there's this awful drop into bits house, which I think looks like the brain dead house as well. Looks like the dead alive house, doesn't it? You know, that yeah. they're, that they're yeah. in. It's really good. Uh, D. Williams, who's the mam out of E.T. E.T. Yeah. <laughs> she looks smashing in this, by the way. She looked like she was obviously playing it mentally disturbed. She looked fantastic. She looked well, she looked good. Cool. And I think the, the, the point getting D. Williams in is just to make her look so angelic. So you think, yeah. what, 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 and it totally worked because when I first saw this, I thought, oh, it's a mum for you, T. Yeah. <gasps> what an angel. Uh, she, she, they're both being harassed by this ghost in the walls. And these look really good because the, the ghost basically took on whatever the shape of the walls was, whatever the texture of the walls and the carpet and this thing grabs... D. Williams' character, she's Patricia, and the mum comes out with this 
like 12 ball <laughs> shoots it like uh, <laughs> a wicked will be punished <laughs> I was like, yes um, so the newspaper report says that uh, Fairwater there's all these heart attacks that have killed 26 people in 30 years this report has been sent to find out what it's all about and there's there's all these really kind of British sounding people in it that are quite yeah. blatantly Kiwis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or they're, they're British expats that have moved yeah. to, to, well, what, to New what's, Zealand. What, is, what accent can you do? Yeah, I can do yeah, a British accent. I can do a British accent. <laughs> oh, that'll do fine. Yeah. Um, he's been sent to find out what's causing all the deaths. Mm-hmm. They're at this funeral. Uh, Frank Bannister. Who he, John? Oh, Michael J. Fox. Michael is, J. Fox. Yeah. Wow. A young boy in his last starring role in a movie. All right, okay. I didn't yeah. realize that was the he, case. He and, decided he, uh, this is a film that he decided to stop making movies because he didn't want to be a part of his family. So that's after that, he'd done Spin City and just a series. Yeah. So he never done another film. Good man. I'm going to add both those to the notes, but I'm just going to have to move the cat. Colin Robinson, get off the bloody <laughs> <You>. notes, mate. <laughs> yes, you fun tucker. Get in the way. The listeners love you too, you big ginger prat. Right. <laughs> uh, he's handing out these business cards. He's a psychic investigator, mm. which I thought was really good. He gets strong-armed away from the funeral. And on his way home, he loses control of his car. His car, by the way. Oh, Jesus, what a classic. You barely a motor. Was? I didn't know. It was a 1959 Volvo PV. Five four four. So I looked them up, right. and you can buy one for seventeen grand. All right, okay. Uh, no, you're all right. <laughs> you, you can buy one for seventeen grand, mate. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm all right. Talking about cars, did you see the hearse? No, I just the hearse. <laughs> but, uh, but it looked like the station wagon from um, the vacation movies. It didn't all right. Like Oh, yeah, so they painted it. up a station wagon. Unless it's just a station wagon. Oh, man. <laughs> Holiday Road. That's maybe not the thing. Although the old dame dies in it, doesn't she? <laughs> you know, the old Spoiler, granny. guys. Spoiler. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but yeah, it was just a station wagon. And I couldn't, because nice. I couldn't, I tried to look for it, but it never had it as a hair, so it's, okay. it must be a station wagon. He loses control of his car because he's he's dropped his business cards on the floor and he's he's we've all done that though haven't we like I'm not saying oh, yeah. I'm a dangerous driver we've all kind of like dropped something oh fuck's sake and you, <laughs> you you're scrabbling about and you're like oh no um he smashes into this garden smashes this fence uh, and the gnomes now this guy this this character here. Did you recognise the actor from anything, by the way? So uh, I don't, I don't know, where, but I remember him playing Elvis somewhere. He is in future episode, which I keep going on about as a future episode. Forrest Gump. Ah, he so is it. Elvis in Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah, so it was. Yeah, I remember. And, yeah. and that, that's I, I absolutely loved. I was well into that. Well, well into that. <laughs> Considering there's a wee Elvis flying about in the room at some point. Well, there it? is. Yeah, he he does he does do that. Yeah, uh, Peter Dobson, the actor's called, uh, yeah. and I thought that was a a nice nod to a film from only a couple of years before. The guy's upset because he smashed the uh, uh, he, he smashed the fence. He smashed his gnome, and he's like, "Oh, Budso, not my Budso." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so Budso, the gnome's not a thing. But what I did learn was about gnomes, obviously. In ancient Rome, small stone statues depicting the Greco-Roman fertility god Priapus, also the protector of flaws. Flaws, John! 
Flaws? No, not as in what's wrong with me, not as in how self-obsessed I am and how much I love my own voice, as in the thing that you put your fucking feet on when you're walking. Flaws. Flaws. They were frequently placed in Roman gardens. Uh, Garden gnomes were further popularised when Sir Frank Crisp, no, not the snack, uh, the owner of the second largest collection of garden gnomes in the UK, opened an estate to the public once a week from 1910 to 1919. This is where we think garden enthusiasts first saw garden gnomes. This is fact of the show, I think, so early on. Uh, Tom Major Ball, father of former British Prime Minister John Major, was the most notable producer of post-World War II gnomes with his company Major's Garden Ornaments. Wow. (laughs) No wonder his son was so fucking boring. I know. I was going to say that. We read that sticking in his head. <laughs> That's a reference to a TV show that hasn't been on TV forever. Oh no, it's back on Breadbox. He gives the guy his card and says, Look, just send me the bill. We meet Dr. Linsky now. She's here to fix Patricia's injured hand from this. The mum escorts her out because uh, she can't be trusted. A uh, daughter can't be trusted. To, uh, she's mm-hmm. guilty of cold, hard murder. The mum's obviously mental, is what we surmise oh, yeah. from this bit of the film. Yeah. Um, this grainy black and white news report she's watching on this old v- VHS. Twelve people were murdered by John Charles Barkley. Uh, did you spot who that was, by the way? The actor. Oh, um, Gary Busey's son, isn't it? Gary Busey's son. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jake Busey. Uh, I know Jake Busey most, most of all from Starship. future episodes. You're right, Starship right. Troopers. And we will be doing Starship Troopers, listeners, in the next couple of months. We will be covering that with a very special no, guest. No, definitely. definitely. Which I'm quite excited about. Uh, it's not it's not Jake Busey, by the way. And it's also not, not Gary, I don't need to wear a helmet on my <laughs> motorcycle, Busey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that guy. I mean, I think that guy had got trauma before he fell off his motorbike. Oh, God, I, I definitely. And he kept those teeth intact. That's quite impressive. <laughs> eat a fucking tennis racket, eat an apple through a tennis racket, that boy, couldn't he? Oh, jeepers. What a guy. What a yeah. guy. Patricia is basically the, the girl that kind of was implemented in all these murders. Yeah. So he, he killed... He killed 15 people at the time, or 13 people at the time. Uh, Sorry, she was 15 and he Mm -hmm. killed 12. I need to figure out my notes a little bit better than that. Yeah, he killed killed 12. She was 15. Well, this is is my my sort of um, fact of the the show. And I don't even know who this person was, but when when he killed the 12, he says that's one more than Charles Charles Starkweather. Mm Mm-hmm. So Starkweather was an American spree killer who murdered 11 people in Nebraska, Wyoming, between December 1957 and January 1958. Um, he was only 19 year old when he killed them. He killed 10 of his victims between January the 21st and January 29th, and his girlfriend was only 14 at the time. So basically, that is th- this is based on that, isn't Story. it? And yeah, they've yeah. then they've then referenced him for the crack. Oh, fantastic! Yep. So they're all pedos, is the is the thing. <laughs> all, we're getting it, yeah. Pedo, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the only reason uh, Patricia liked him was she liked horses. She recognised the teeth. Oh yeah, she loved yeah. that. It was supposed to be uh, this film was supposed to be a Tales from the Crypt movie. Uh, oh right, it? okay. I didn't, I didn't catch that. An, an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, but they, they, they thought it could stand alone, and it bloody did. And they were not wrong. Yeah, no, they were the, not. The voiceover says. 
2,200 volts of electricity were passed through his body. That'd fucking do you. In fact, I hope they didn't wet the sponge. Well, <laughs> you know, they just fucking did him. Later on, you see him and his, hair's, his t- top of his head's all burnt. So could be okay. Oh, I didn't spot that. That's a great detail. Fantastic. Uh, Patricia got life, but has been pardoned. Um, the husband of Dr. Linsky, um, as we see when she's watching the, the thing, is the guy who got his fence smashed. We see the Elvis statue, and I was like, ha-ha, very good. Uh, he finds Frank's card, and as he, he's like, I thought I'd tore this up. And then the bed starts floating, which I was like, yeah. that's fucking high spirits again, man. That's high spirits. <laughs> We've got to do high spirits, and they're not going to show up about it. <laughs> the bed starts floating, the Elvis statue does. Um, and then this raggedy Ann doll tries to kill her. <laughs> like, Is it trying to kill her? Is it trying to shag her? It looks as if it's trying to hump her. Try, yeah, <laughs> trying try, try to do something. <laughs> Raggedy Ann is a character created by American writer Johnny Gruel, uh, which is uh, what you feed orphans. Please, sir, can I have some more Johnny Gruel? Uh, <laughs> Raggedy Ann is a rag doll with red yarn for hair, a triangle nose, and is horrifying looking. That's and you can get a 16-inch one for now <laughs> on Amazon for £32.72p. But don't, because Amazon are pricks. <laughs> and don't pay any taxes. Correct. Not in this country, anyway. So, have you had something like that happen in your house? Um, the first person you would call is a parapsychologist. Okay. But the problem I've got is I Googled the nearest parapsychologist to me, and my closest parapsychologist is in Edinburgh, because there's a Edinburgh College of Parapsychology. Right, okay. Will you stop saying parapsychology? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you mentioned that, and I'd written down he's got in his card psychic investigators, right? And I thought I've got to find out a little bit about psychic investigators. He's got this. His coat, by the way, is like he's like Columbo, isn't he? Just uh, one more time. thing. Just uh, one more ghost. <laughs> um, in, a 1993 survey of police departments in the 50 largest cities in the United States revealed that a third of them had accepted predictions from psychic detectives in the past. Which is very much like that uh, Simpsons thing where they're trying to figure out who killed Mr. Byrne. Uh, famous psychic investigators in films that I could think of uh, were that the Warrens in those Conjuring films. They all oh, yeah. the same. I, mate, I, I, like, I've seen the first one that promised to be about the doll and wasn't about the doll. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't watch any of the others, including the one that's about the doll. Um, <laughs> the Ghostbusters, of course. Of course. Which I then went away and watched the advert from the Ghostbusters uh, <laughs> film, uh, which I watched Ghostbusters again recently. It's, it's, it's a perfect film. Are you troubled by strange noises in the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement? Or mm-hmm. attic. <laughs> it's Aye. great. It's fantastic. Uh, and our old friend Zelda Rubenstein, uh, the actress in Poltergeist. Yeah. I'm not going to do the impression though, John. I'm not going to do. No, don't do it. We've heard it before. We've all heard it before. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Yeah, so, those are some examples of uh, of, oh, of John Job that I could think of. <laughs> they ring him, and he comes in. Um, he, Oh, there was this, this stop-motion chicken walking in the hall, which I think looked fucking brilliant. Yeah, that was stop-motion yeah, yeah. still looks good. That's and I don't care who yeah, knows yeah. about it. Yeah, I was well and truly into that. Um, 
in New Zealand every year, uh, certainly from the, the reports from 2017, uh, New Zealanders or Kiwis consume 43.1 kilos of chicken per person, making it the most popular meat that you don't shag in New Zealand. <laughs> That's a joke for both of our Australian listeners. That one. No, no one. <laughs> we haven't got any we haven't got any kiwi listeners and if we did have we we wouldn't have any now mate i'll i'll tell you that for fucking free and they're gone <laughs> oh by the way this character <laughs> rachel turned to me and went is that is that non-union andy mcdowell <laughs> oh the she did have a little bit of a look of non-union andy mcdowell oh, actor, sorry. <laughs> so he comes in um, he agrees to do it for the cost of the fence. He'd originally said it was 450 US dollars. 450 US dollars today would be 797 dollars and 17 cents. Um, but he agrees to do it for the price of the uh, for the price of the fence. The fence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he says it sounds like. Uh, We've got uh, we've got a poltergeist here. A poltergeist is a type of ghost or spirit that's responsible for physical disturbances. So if you get like a a bang, a, a, you know, a bump in the night or whatever, shit being thrown about your house or destroyed, whatever, mm. that's a poltergeist. But you've all seen the fucking film Poltergeist, and I mean the nineteen eighty two Poltergeist, not the other one. Not the uh, was there another one? Yeah, there's a, there's a oh, very good, very good. Yeah, just like there's only three Indiana Jones films. Yeah, nice one, good work. So he's got this ancient old radio that he plugs in, and then he pulls out this gun. <laughs> they just shit it, and he's like, "No, no, holy water, right? Yeah, holy water's only truly holy if it's been blessed by an ordained member of the church." And this, you'll love this, John, because this is right up your street. I know you're going to go on and, and, and go to this. As soon as we're finished, CatholicGiftShop.co.uk will sell you a bottle of holy water from Lords for five pounds ninety nine. The description in the website says Lords holy water collected from the spring at the grotto. What? So I'm like, did they get it from the Playboy Mansion? <laughs> from the grotto. <laughs> if the bunnies have bathed in it, I'll buy a fucking container. Oh, good <laughs> I mean, not not really, of course. Do you remember those idiot fucking internet virgins that bought that fucking what, Lassie's that bath water? Bath water, yeah. Yeah, I, I hope that. they all got fucking herpes or whatever. <laughs> That's what we should be selling instead of fucking hats. We should oh, be selling what. bath water. Do you know what? I know this is going to make me sound stinky. I've not had a bath in fucking years. Shower <laughs> person. Who sits around in their own filth, wallowing no. around in their own filth? And um, is it that um, new series on Netflix that's meant to be a shower bath shower? Oh, Cowboy Bebop. Right, uh, okay. Um, but uh, they've, they've got a new series. You need to have a shower first, then a bath, and then a shower. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm into that. Just have a bath and then have a shower. But I, I guess that way there's less of a ring of shite around it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nice. We'll one. go with that. We'll, I'll give that a go this weekend. Yeah. I. Yeah. I'm not going to watch Cowboy Bebop. It's not for me. Oh, it's cancelled anyway. It's what? It's already been cancelled. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's fine. Cowboy. Cowboys should all be cancelled, but that's a difference. <laughs> all right. So he pulls a wee bag at the transistor radio, doesn't he? That we. It does. Yeah. Weird, it? It's got like like, and he throws it down the 
down the, the waste disposal, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, that'll get rid of them." And I mean, even if you didn't, if you didn't think he was a charlatan, you'd be hard yeah, pressed to believe well, that. Well. Yeah. Although yeah. I did look into waste disposal units. Oh, did you? Um, yeah, yeah. In 1927, the world's first wa- uh, food waste disposal unit was invented by a uh, Wisconsin architect, G.W. Hams. So, Tre- Tre- Trevor Waste Disposal. <laughs> Army's unit <Trevor>. Esquire. <laughs> that's that's a good one, John. I like that one. I mean, 1927 or that because I always remember watching old movies and they all had waste disposal units. Mm-hmm. I thought. When the hell did they invent that? Because we've got nothing like that here. I yeah, I get stressed out when I see them in American films, especially. And again, is it the second, uh, the second final oh, destination? Final destination could well be. He loses his. He, he wins the lottery, doesn't he? And he loses his ring down the. Uh-huh. Oh, I mean, we've God, all lost yeah. our ring down a sink at some point. <laughs> 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 he spots the number on the forehead of the character um and he's kind of he, he, as as he comes out he sees this 37 the guy th- throws frank out he gets mm. home and these ghosts come out come of out. the boot of his car yeah they do stuart and cyrus and they're so cool i like stuart oh, and cyrus uh, i like but cyrus what i wasn't convinced with was the fact stuart was meant to be a school kid he's fucking I, older than me i know that didn't he? yeah that was about that was about Weird, wasn't it? Yeah, they're working for him, but they're unhappy with the agreement. Um, he says, uh, "He says, oh, we're going to form the AAAC. There ain't nothing worse than a bunch of pissed off brothers who are already dead." <laughs> Which I was very into. Cyrus has all the best lines. He really does. He really does. He's a captain in um, that bloody uh, Will Smith AI thing, isn't he? Oh, he is the captain in that. Well done, yeah. Shit, I haven't thought about AI for ages because I haven't thought about Converse shoes in ages. <laughs> That's it. That. Product placement, why. perfect. Frank and the ghosts live in this half-finished house, which yeah. I've sold houses like, not probably not quite to this size, but I've sold houses like this, half-finished, knackered, whatever. They've got this ghost bloodhound, which I have seen because comes out of fucking nowhere the next nowhere. day, um, and it's got this jawbone in its mouth, which I was like, "Oh, fantastic! That's uh, you've, you've you've got a jawbone. That's that's interesting." And then he's being he's being chased by this character, the judge. Oh, now, brilliant! John Astin. We've seen John Astin before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in European Vacation as the host of Pig in a Poke. And he is one of the last two living members of that 60s Adams Family show. Right. Is he still uh, alive? Yeah, yeah, he's still with us, yeah. Uh, he, he was on Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal podcast a couple of years ago, and he was he was quite spry. You know, he's still got all his still got faculties his, yeah, a couple of years ago. He's right. in his 90s. And, he, and, of course, you always mention Erie, Indiana, when we're talking yeah. about John Astin. Oh, so I'm going to beat you to Indiana. it. Yeah. Beat you to it. Uh, I've never looked at Tupperware the same again. It sounds real different, this, but I'm putting it down to the teeth. It, 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 the eyes, you can tell it's him with the eyes, yeah. but when he talks, I think it's because of those teeth. Oh, right. Did he have, he had big old gnashes in, did he? Oh, very good. I was reading that a bit about this as well, and it says that he was chasing, he was chasing the dog around with what they called a wheel gun. 
Right. Which is basically another name for a six shooter or a revolver. I didn't, oh, right. I didn't never heard it been called a wheel gun, but apparently no, they're I called wheel guns. I'm I'm glad you did guns because I was I have on my list here the judges' guns and it had just I'd obviously just gone ah. fucking blind to looking that up when I got the chance. <laughs> the Bloodhound John, they're obviously hunting dogs. Fucking massive. One would probably eat Keith, so you're not allowed one. Um, I've seen <laughs> prices this year between nine hundred quid and thirteen hundred quid if you did want one. Which don't get one. Although they're no. beautiful dogs. You know, such no, hang dog, sad yeah, sack kind of dogs. Work. My yeah, kind yeah. of dog. So when, when he's talking to the ghost, there's a lot of products in the background. Did you notice a few of the things in the background? I didn't spot a fucking thing, mate. Hey, this is the, I'm surprised at that because I was waiting for you coming up. The, the thing I did spot was a cereal called Booberry, which is a real cereal. Um, I've heard of Booberry. Mills, Booberry. Um, but there was also something called Shoe Fly. Fly spray, which he sprays Stuart's face. He sprays face in Stuart's face, yeah. But that's not a real thing, which I was quite annoyed about because oh. shoe fly sounds absolutely awesome. <laughs> shoe fly. Shoe fly, don't bother me. <laughs> I'll add shoe fly not being a real thing to the list. Um, so, Stuart is complaining he's got a double major uh, and he shouldn't be basically fucking ghosting about. I mean, this seems to me, to ghosting my mind, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't fucking know what ghosts do. Uh, this seems to my mind like the perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. but but Stuart's moaning, he's got a double major, he shouldn't be doing this. A double major is a student who completes two set of degree specialisation requirements, generally whilst receiving only one degree, but it's called a, a, a double, double major. Uh, example, maths and a science, or a math, math, Americans, and science, or filmmaking and podcasting, uh, which will get you really far, kids. You should do that. Do it, do it now. Uh, who the fuck am I kidding? This podcast isn't listened to by kids. It's listened to, it's listened to by dads, the unemployable, alcoholics, angry loners. People that can't be bored watching film. <laughs> People that want really good films that they like ruined for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cyrus is moaning that he just wants a cigar blown in his face. He says, look, and here I am dressed like the Mod Squad. Uh, it's, gonna, it's not my fault that you died in the 70s and that's what the outfits were. Mod Squad oh. was a crime drama that ran for 124 episodes between 1968 and 1973. I can assure you it never aired in the UK or certainly not in our lifetime, John. Never seen it. No, I never, never even heard of it, mate. Uh, it's kind of referenced in things, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the judge is shooting at this at this dog. Which the dog's not got a name. We haven't found out what the dog's name is. But ghost dogs is a thing, and I was kind of like, okay, ghost dogs is a is a thing. Ghosts don't have souls, but okay, ghost dogs is a thing. Um, the <laughs> and so says. If I want to be shoot at every day, I move my black ass to Los Angeles. <laughs> I was like, yes! Uh, that, that and, and it's still as prescient today as it ever was. That <laughs> um, The judge, as you said before, he's, he's this gunslinger. He's dropping to bits. He wants to be buried at the, at the local cemetery. Um, the ghosts scare Frank by dressing up in this black cowl. Um, and so Stuart says, maybe a white sheet next time. <laughs> Cyrus are like, there'll be no white sheets. No. I was like, yes, that's good. I, I like it, but I don't like it. I wish, uh, I wish that 
couldn't ever be a joke. But you know, uh, I get it. They got they, they're done well with it considering Cyrus yeah. was wanting to. Frank explains he owns fifteen grand to the bank, or they're going to take the house. So it's about we've got to basically level up on the game. Cyrus mm. and Stuart are away to haunt this posh house. They got like five kids and a nanny. Mm. Stu and Cyrus are basically zooming these kids around the house, aren't they? It's like yep. fucking um, Matilda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of them's Peter Jackson's uh, son. All right. Oh, fantastic. I assume his daughter wasn't born at the time because usually his son and daughter are in all of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not all of these, but all of his films. Frank gets the call and heads out, uh, gets stuck in this funeral procession and then overtakes them driving on the pavement. Um, he gets there. She doesn't fall for it. Uh, she's got the newspaper and the reporters basically say she's a fraud. Mm. So he runs into the editor, English actress. Uh, uh, he's like, I'm just trying to make a living. And I liked the line. It's not a word you'd know too much about, is it, living? And I was like, <laughs> ah! Um, um, as he's leaving, he bumps into our friend Peter Jackson. <laughs> this punk guy, yeah. isn't he? He's like, yeah, yeah. hey, watch it, bastard! <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> he's brilliant. He's um he's he's in all the Lord of the Rings films. He's in the he's in the I Fellowship of the Ring. You spot him in that rainy fucking. And again, it's the same gag. They come out of the they come through a door somewhere mm-hmm. and they walk into him. So basically, right. I think that's Peter Jackson's thing: getting fucking walked into in all of his that's films. It. Uh, I would be it should what should point. happen is that as um as John and Yoko are getting out of the car. In New York, uh, he should be there in that Get Back film, and they should, should walk in. <laughs> and show, hey, watch it! And then he gets shot by uh, Mark <laughs> Chapman. That's, uh, maybe that's probably going to be cut out. Actually, no. uh, if you edit it, it won't be. If I do, I'll just go. Oh, actually, that's kind of funny, and I'll keep it in, and then we'll lose even more listeners. Uh, We've lost a lot of listeners from some of the shit I've said recently, John. Uh, we'll, be, we'll, we'll survive. It doesn't matter. As, as long as there's Rachel and Sammy still listening, we'll be all right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I never realised that every time um, he was in those films, he always got walked, didn't he? Well, no, I need to look Good a bit walk. more into that, but those two particular films, he gets all walked right, in. Okay. Yeah, he gets oh, I thought it is. When's a door, no, a door? When it's a Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good joke, but only if you've heard this podcast. <laughs> Which means it's really funny if we're in a pub with four people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's another funeral procession, and Dr. Linsky's in the car. And here's yeah. Ray, the ghost. Uh, he's running, like he's jogging. Obviously, that's all he does. He says, you've got to help me. Uh, he mm-hmm. says, oh, didn't you take the Corridor of Light? He says, well, no, because I'm too young. Uh, he says, you'll get another chance in the future. Go into the light, child. Go into the light. <laughs> you, had, you had to work out myself. You? You had couldn't to help myself. It's been, it's been eating away at me for the last 20 minutes now. Oh, man. Follow the go. light, Ray. Get into <laughs> the it, light. Let it go. Child. <laughs> They head to the funeral, and there's loads of ghosts in this cemetery, including Arlie Ermey. Yeah, totally. Who has only ever played the same character in everything, except for Seven, where he's a bit bit more subdued in Seven. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God, I forgot about that, actually, yeah. He has drill sergeant and and everything apart from that one thing. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah, he's he's always the same. Um, 
They've a history. He keeps ghosts in their place. He's got these assault rifles. They'll come back later. Uh, Ray's watching his own funeral, falls into his own grave, and they're kind of <laughs> hoying the soil in the dirt in there. Uh, the sheriff arrives. The sheriff's the uh, the old boy who used to do the uh, the portering. I think that's a thing in ER. He's the oh, porter. Was, yeah. ER, isn't he? Yeah. Have, We've seen him in something in... before. Is that, I'm sure I've seen him in uh, Stephen King Horror. He's just looks like oh, one seen of the They know he was the last person to see Ray alive and that he'd had a set two with him, which I think is a bit hard. It's not really a set two. Mm-hmm. FBI autopsies have found that the deaths are like crushed hearts, um, but when they check them out, there's no damage to the hearts, which is very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank helps Ray out of the grave and. Dr. Linsky, who is Lucy Linsky, sees him kind of talking to nobody. Uh, mm-hmm. She says, oh, look, you can see him, can't you? Is Have you got a message from Ray? Uh, and he just says, he says he loves you very much. And I'm like, okay, fine. Now, this next scene, they're at this place called Excalibur's that Ray had booked earlier in the thing. <laughs> <laughs> what film could I think of here? It's the only film I could think of. Have you any idea? Um, so obviously, automatically, I thought about Cable Guy, right? Yeah, but me too. but I've looked up at Scalpers, but it's not a restaurant. It's there's a Scalpers Hotel and Casino in Vegas, but there's not a restaurant chain. I actually thought it was a chain. Oh, I but, hoped it was. I, I hoped. I hoped it was just full of people going, "Milady, milady," but not, not wearing fedoras and having neck beards. <laughs> milady. I'm yeah. I totally thought. I totally thought Cable Guy. This Cable one. Guy. Yeah. Is is that something worth watching again, John? Again, that's another global video for me. I think, I definitely. I, I think we need I, to get another chance. I don't think I gave it the chance it deserved. Can can we find some way of getting it off the internet for free yes. so that Matthew Broderick, the murderer, doesn't get any money? Can we do that? Yeah, we can do that. We can. We can. Okay. Totally this that. this is your this is your PSA reminder, listeners. Matthew Broderick is a murderer and still was allowed to have a career. Who's in it? Jennifer Grey's all right. She was just passengers, not her fault. Jennifer Grey? Was it Jennifer Grey? Was his girlfriend? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nobody puts baby. No, nobody puts hit and runs in the <laughs> Yeah, very good. Yeah. Jesus Christ, we need to stop. Um, but yes, I, I regularly like to remind people on our Twitter, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll remind people this week that, that it's the case. Um, so they're having this meal. Um, and it's a bit like ghost this. So she's asking him to kind of like tell us stuff, and he gives her some flowers and he's like, yeah, tell her, tell her they're from me. He's like, yes, they're from Ray. Um, and she's like, uh, you, 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 the guy comes over, Milady, would you like some wine? And she's like, uh, yeah. And, and Ray, Ray's ghost is like, yeah, we'll, we'll have red. Uh, and she's like, I'll have white. I never really much cared for red. And he's really fucking Liberty. put out. <laughs> 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 um, and basically, Ray was a dick, awful to her. Uh, he can see Ray, he explains, because he was in a car accident. Uh, yeah. Trauma alters perception. And we've heard that. That's yeah. I think that's a, a normal normal thing that they talk about. She wants to know where the 16 grand she gave him to invest was. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, um, I, I blew it on a bad deal. Uh, but don't tell her yeah. that. And he's like, yeah, he blew it on a bad deal. The money's gone. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, um, and then yeah, he's kicking off, isn't he, Ray? He's like, well, why didn't you tell... Don't tell her that and all this kind of stuff. Uh, well, where's Ray now? What's he saying now? Oh, yeah, he left. Oh, that's <laughs> just like Ray to uh, to take the money and run. Uh, but he hasn't left. 
Ray then manages to knock over this glass mm-hmm. into his lap, this glass of wine. It was like, he's like, yes, I can control the world. I've got powers. I'll be back. And he runs off. <laughs> I, I don't know if you noticed this. As he runs through the wall, he quite blatantly just falls. Uh, there are obviously a number of stories out. <laughs> he runs through the wall, and then just, you kind of see him. You don't see the other side of the wall, but you just see him fall out of shot. <laughs> it was great. So Frank gets up to go and kind of get himself cleaned off. Um, he's in the bathroom. He sees this old boy. Oh, boy, the food's good, eh? He's like, yeah, fantastic. And he sees the number 38 burned into his forehead. Um, so he starts kind of like wandering around in the cubicles and all that. And then yeah, this ghost something. this ghost comes out of the mirror, plunges his hand at the guy's chest, squeezes, uh, kills him. The ghost of the patron kind of takes the light to Louise like, Mom? He's like an old man. He's like, Mom? <laughs> um, Frank basically just fucking darts after the ghost. And because he's found, quote unquote, fleeing the scene, um, in spite of the fact he was chasing the ghost, uh, they, uh, they're after him. Next scene is in his car, chase it down the road. Um, he crashes his car and the killer ghost gets away. I'm going to keep calling it the ghost or the evil ghost, the killer ghost in my notes. because It just, it just looks we'll, like the Grim Reaper. It does look like the Grim Reaper. And he's got a scythe yeah. like the Grim Reaper. And that's, again, that's right. the joke, I guess, yeah, yeah. you know. At the police station... This FBI agent, Milton Dammers, is here. Did you oh, recognise the actor? Oh, God. Oh, he's, do you know what? Uh, he's the main man for the reanimator, but every, he's, he's always he's a great character actor, though, isn't he? He's, you, um, you, yeah, I would be surprised if you hadn't been forced to watch a lot of Next Gen with Jeffrey Coombs in, because Kirsty loves him. <laughs> Uh, is he no and DS9? Is as it well? D- oh, is it DS9? DS- it's not next gen, it's DS9. DS9, I think he's in Voyager. Uh, yeah, he's a big Trekkie fan, isn't he, that boy? Yeah, yeah. And Reanimate is one of those things that I didn't watch until maybe about 10 years ago, and oh, I didn't really? get the hype. And I think well, it was the, kind of uh, too, too late. I think, yeah, I think you'd missed it. There's another one as well. They, they done another one, um, 2000. I think we're in about All that right. time, but, but yeah, is there's it another Jeffrey one. Coombs again, is it? Yeah, 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 he's back in it. He's he's great fun in this, by the way. Oh no, he's he done really, really well. Um, I think even the haircut, the Hitler haircut, was his idea, and a lot of the tattoo ideas were his. So he's, he's quite dark that way. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll throw it on the list. Uh, he says. Uh, he says I took the train. I didn't feel good about the plane, and I'm like, is it Devon Sawa from last week's final destination <laughs> episode? We link these things by fluke all the time, don't we? <laughs> uh, Damas has 20 years' experience with cults and sects. He goes on to tell us that in 1990, Frank got drunk and had an argument with his wife while they were building the house, Deborah, mm-hmm. about a basketball court and his new home. And he's got like this, like this flashback. He's got this like hair, this long yeah. flowing <laughs> locks, and he's in a suit and he's playing basketball in a suit and having a drink. Oh, yeah. That's totally it is, though, isn't it? It's totally it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Absolutely <laughs> it is. Later on, they're having an argument in the car. He's drunk. And he has a crash, the crash that was mentioned, and her body was found something like 400 yards away with 13 carved in its forehead. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. Frank's watching from a distance. He sees another light. This is at night. He sees another light. This time it's at the museum. 
he gets there to find the ghost of the reporter that had written the, the, the story about him with 39 on his forehead as he vanishes up into the thing. Mm-hmm. Bannister sees the editor that he's already had the falling out with and she's got 40 on her forehead. He's like, you're next. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> he's taking he's us just a threat. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cops hold him up and here's the ghost. Uh, it's about to do the deed, but the judge comes in, starts shooting. I was like, the fucking yeah, judge yeah. is the hero of the movie. Absolutely <laughs> is. Um, he, he shoots the guy away and then starts shagging this sarcophagus. That's mummy. With this mummy yeah, in. Yeah. Like, he can see through it. He's like, mm, good teeth. That's a bit creepier, though, because you see his bump up and down, and then when he finishes, he says, I like it when he lay still like that. Uh, it, like, yeah, oh. that's awful. And, and he goes, They don't call me the hanging judge for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like, Yeah, okay. And I guarantee 16, 17 year old me loved that particular oh, God, bit. Yeah, you've been like, That's gag. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Did you um, notice who one of the, uh, the deputies was? No. So, there was two cops. Uh, there was Deputy Parker, his name was. It was uh, Dozer for The Matrix. Oh, right. Good spot. No, I didn't see that at all. Because I saw him, I'm like, I know his face. And then when I looked, it was it's Dozer for The Matrix. Good spot, sir. Hmm. I wonder if he's in that new one. Did, they, did he get killed at some point? He's maybe not in that new one. I thought they would get killed. Yeah. I've got to see in a couple of weeks anyway, so I'll let you know. Oh, mate, you just, yeah, just fucking, just give me the story. <laughs> I do not, I that could not, not, could not care like less. <laughs> give me a new Police Academy film and I'm in. Reboot that shit tomorrow, mate. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're doing you Caddyshack. You, you, you're losing all fucking faith. Don't like I The know. Crow, don't like The Matrix. Don't like no, don't get me wrong, I love The Matrix, I just don't see the point in the other two. I thought it was just a waste of time and money. No, no, I couldn't agree more. That's uh, the, the motorway scene with the cars. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. The... And those, those stunt twins. Not to be confused with the twins out of Terminator 2. <laughs> I like those. And Game yeah. Gremlins 2. Well, <laughs> I quite like those twins. That, that was the uh, the sons and the, 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 I don't know, the twins in S, uh, DIY or SOS or something like that. See one of those? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were British. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, well. yeah. That was him. I hope, I hope they're still getting stunt work at the age of 70 or whatever they are. Um, <laughs> The evil ghost basically scythes the uh, the judge, which I was yeah. like, oh, sad. Well, apparently it was maybe mere scenes with a minute being in half and two, just his top half, but I think they cut them all out. Oh, that, oh that's all right. The judge is still alive. Well, uh, the judge is still alive. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's a shame. I'd like to see those. <laughs> the evil ghost chasing them, because obviously he's chasing after the editor. He chokes out Michael J. Fox's character with the, with the scythe, which is quite good. He crashes the car. She's crawling out, uh, trying to get away from him. And the ghost basically does her. He has a flashback to his wife's death in the woods, mm-hmm. which is exactly the same. Frank hands himself in, explaining that he has her body. They arrest him. And, and the car, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Lucy says he's innocent, but he admits it's all BS and that he was just doing his job with her. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. like, she basically leaves. Uh, Damas is interviewing Frank. Frank explains that he's seen death. Damas says, you've not seen death. It's your alter ego. There's been 28 artery crushing deaths since 1990. And he's connected to all of them in some way. But it's just a little fucking town. And at I no know. point does he mention the big fucking zombie mother at some point. That was <laughs> I know. Absurd. 
Uh, he says, what about the guy in the toilet? Did he piss on your Hush Puppies? puppies. I was like, oh, okay. Hush Puppies is an American brand introduced of shoes, introduced in 1958. It's also a food. It's a small, savoury, deep-fried round ball made from cornmeal-based batter. All right, okay. The first recorded use of the name comes from 1899. 1899. Now, that's one, that's one for Amanda Wilson. Of super familiar with the Wilsons. She's a Southern gal with Southern tastes. Not not in a racist way. <laughs> I'm keen, keen to point that out. She's lovely and wonderful. And shared some of her mum's recipes with me. So He says, the ghosts aren't going to get me. And he pulls open his shirt. And he's got this lead breastplate. Oh, God, yeah. And I'm like, a, a ghost's radioactive? <laughs> no, it's no Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Did ghosts do Chernobyl? <laughs> I might be something in it. Yeah. Oh, no, I think that was communists. Bad communists. Naughty communists. Hey, that's just got us a million listeners in America, though, so that's all right. Hell, yeah. Slag off communists, you get American listeners. Big, big, uh, big fan of socialism, me, so. <laughs> the deputy tells Dammers that there's no proof, so they can't do anything. Um, but Damas has said, let's keep him in there. I expect him to commit suicide, so we don't need proof. That's dark as oh, fuck, dark. by the way. I know. That's proper dark. Proper dark. Yeah. Uh, Lucy and Peter are at Frank's house. Uh, he made a rose garden on the basketball court, and it's beautiful. It's really nice. It's really nice. And yeah, you're kind of like, nice okay, he obviously did that yeah. for her. I forgot a fact, and it's a really interesting fact. I forgot about it. See the scene where they are... At the graveside, and Lucy's talking. Lucy's at the grave um, when we dies. In the background, and apparently in the hill, you can yes. see a little fire. Apparently, that same burning the set because once they've finished filming it, and actually set it in fire. What? So, uh, if you can get that's uh, crazy. Cosby, All right, okay. You can see it, but apparently they'd finished shooting, so in the, in the, the distance you can actually see a, 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 a fire or smoke coming from somewhere. Right. But that, that same just setting fire to the set. Sorry about that. I just Spot. went all the way back again. I know back. <laughs> no, that's all right, because I'm going to do it at the end. I've, I've got a couple of bits and pieces here. Loads. At that moment, the answer machine kicks in. It's the old girl. She says, Patricia's communicating with the evil one. So Lucy heads to see her. Patricia shows Lucy that she's kept all the newspapers from Johnny's trial and all of the, the, mm-hmm. the, the subsequent newspapers. She hides Lucy in the wardrobe as mum heads up, uh, and in the wardrobe, Lucy finds Stanley Knife with FB on it. Now, I'd not mentioned this earlier on because I missed it in my notes, uh, but obviously Frank's initials are FB, and uh, they found the Stanley Knife at the murder scene with the 13 and the thing. Um, yep. Why is that there? Well, we don't know. Lucy sneaks out. But Peter's ghost gets skinned and it ends up dropped on the uh, dropped on the the hood of the oh, car, doesn't it? it? Looks really good on the bonnet of the car. Yeah, it's big yeah, yeah, that yeah. looks really good. Uh, and that's the last we see of Elvis. He's all shook up. Uh, Lucy goes to the jail. Uh-huh. <laughs> she tells him she's found his knife, but he isn't responding. Confronting him, she asks what he's afraid of. He says he's afraid of losing her. They have a little bit of an embrace, and he sees 41 on her forehead. Stu and Cyrus oh. wrestle the death ghost as he comes in, but not before he murders Stu. 
Sad. Right Side through the skull, yeah. didn't he? That looks really oh, good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, they make a run for it, uh, but get cornered by Agent Milson. Uh, Lucy's like, he's gone mad. You've got to help me. He's gone crazy. He's broken out. He's gone crazy. And, and as um, Milson's kind of holding his gun on him, Lucy subdues him by spraying CO2 fire extinguisher at him. Yeah. Now, <laughs> no, no. I am very keen to point out that that would kill a man. If you spray a man with a CO2 into his lungs, it will take all the air out and kill him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd have been all right with that. Um, <laughs> I would have now, yeah, definitely. Yeah. He says, I'm going to have to have an out-of-body experience. So she puts him in the chiller. No, you're not going to put me in the cooler. Um, after injecting <laughs> him with some sort of drug, which will bring down his heart rate. Heart rate. Uh, beta blockers will do that. They used to slow down your heart rate and improve blood flow through your body. You'll generally take it if you've been diagnosed with irregular heartbeats or high blood pressure. Looking forward to those. Um, <laughs> Cannot wait. I'm a diaper. <laughs> my, my job is going to cause me to need those. <laughs> she says you've got 20 minutes. She puts him into this blast freezer, doesn't she? This yeah. blast chiller. In, with that in t-shirt the... one. I know, yeah. <laughs> And she says, I'm going to then get you out. Uh, Milton arrive and holds her hostage when she sees him in the thing uh, with the biggest Uzi I think I've ever seen. Yeah, that's a, that's a cannon. It wasn't a Mac 10, by the way. I double checked, but it wouldn't tell me what the gun was. Okay. There's not a lot of facts on our databases for this film when it comes to guns and cars. Had well, you've and... got two cars and you've got what it isn't. Um, <laughs> He's talking to her in the car, and it's playing Superstar by the Carpenters. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? It is, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Released in 1969, it's based on observing female groupies' relationships with rock stars, and it was originally called Groupie, brackets, Superstar. Ah, didn't know that. No, neither did I till I looked into it. Learn something new every day. I can. <laughs> So Frank has this out-of-body experience. He looks like Frank Ghost. He's chasing the evil ghost, which is chasing Lucy. There's a bit where he gets flattened by this massive 18-wheeler, which was really Looney Tunes, and I was kind of into it for a second. Both (laughs) times, both times I watched this movie, I was like, ha-ha, that's great Looney Tunes stuff. He gets, like, (laughs) literally flattened. Flattened. And I did think to myself, yeah, that's them advertising what this equipment can do. Oh, God in this I. film. They're doing a great job of advertising what the film is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back in the car, she spots that he's got a, a swastika on his hand, Milton. Mm-hmm. Um, and he admits a few things. Swastikas, uh, it, it really does, it's not, it's not a bad symbol. It's just been taken on by the wrong people. It mm. means conductive to well-being as a religious icon. It's used as a symbol of divinity and spirituality in Indian regions. It was a symbol of auspiciousness and good luck until the 30s when those bastards took it on. In fact, I'm not even going to say what party took it on. <laughs> it mentioned a couple of, of sex, didn't it? So it mentioned it Children of Lucifer and Cult of the Dead. Yeah. Not, not real things. Not real. But what he does mention that's real is he says, uh, he says, I knew Charlie. I was on Spawn oh, Ranch. Yes. 
It's a little kind of mini reference to really our favourite film we've not covered, which we won't cover because it's a fucking hundred hours long. Oh, Once upon oh. a time in Hollywood. So, of course, that, of course, got me to thinking, uh, I pour myself a brandy and watch a Peter Jackson double bill of brain dead <laughs> and bad taste. Any excuse. Any fucking excuse. It has been months and months and months since I've done it. So, let me, <laughs> okay. let me have I'll it. let you have it. I'll let you have it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to watch that movie again. I, I, it's such a, it's such a grower. Yeah, that film. Good, it's it? one of those that I went to the cinema and I just felt so meh afterwards. But it's really, 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 truly grown on me. On me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just feel like it's one I could watch every six months. Anyway, enough. We're not talking about once upon a time in Hollywood. <laughs> Milton opens his shirt to display all these kind of scars that he's got, and you're talking about the cuts he's been... But did he yeah. not, in the last scene, not have that fucking breastplate on? What's the point in taking that off? Yeah, well, is it because there's no way Frank? There's no kids together oh, Frank perhaps, with, with yeah. Or something? Yeah, that's a fair point, yeah. yeah. Uh, pain, he says, I've suffered for my country, but pain is its own reward. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking hell. Self-flagellating prick. <laughs> uh, the car starts itself, and Milton thinks it's him. He's out of the car, isn't he? He's at the thing. He's like, I've yeah. got to a point where I can power the car with my own mind. It's Frank. The drill sergeant spots him, forces him into this grave with this body with all the worms. It looked really cool. I liked that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah. The evil spirit heads into the graveyard. It goes straight through the dil- drill sergeant, which we won't be seeing him again. Is is that a future episode, by the way? Should we maybe uh, be doing Full Metal Jacket? Is it? Is it? Maybe a, a bit too... Should we? Oh, no, I can make jokes about Vietnam like the fucking best of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mate. Come on. I almost got us cancelled making jokes about 9-11, for God's sake. Uh, jokes about Vietnam. You can do it. Um, you can do it. Just before the ghost can reach Lucy, Frank's picked up the gunnery's uh, rifle, like he's, he's, he's oh, guns. The, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he shoots him into a goopy mess. Now, this looks great. And especially because the, the goopy mess starts... Dripping he's, down he's, he's basically smashing it, isn't he, against the thing? Yeah. Like a fucking whip, isn't he? A licorice <laughs> whip. Uh, and he um, and he smashes it. He's like, who are you? Who are you? And you see Johnny Bartlett's face. Those fucking teeth and those eyes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, gonna miss it. I, I, and it's weird. He's got such blue eyes that... It looks yeah. if he's got contacts in it, don't you think he needed No, them? no, they no, they don't need them. Those those boys are those those boys are big They're fans blue. of thirty swastikas. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um and he says oh, it's, you know, they realise it's Johnny Bartlett. Um he he then sees that all the goop goes into this crypt, and as he drops down to the crypt, and this is the bit that I didn't like. This was the bit of the effects I liked the least, I think is probably what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Because it looked very lawnmower man. Uh, it looked like it might have been made on the fucking Amiga. <laughs> this it, little it, bit. It looked like the Sandman and Spider Man Three, but just wasn't as good. If you know what I mean, it just looked that. But, like the, the, hang the on a second. If if this looked like the Sandman out of Spider Man Three, Spider Man Three, fucking ten years later. I, know, about, I will like let basic, you I, a, a credit where it's fucking due to these boys. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, really, it, it, but it still looked good. It, it still looked kind of good as you're crawling out of the sludge. Uh, mm. Anyway, he manages 
he manages to get rid of this body that Johnny Bartlett's in. He's in this it's slime monster body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he? he manages to smash it to bits? And we see Johnny Bartlett's ghost as a blue thing. ghost, like all the other ones. Yeah. yeah. And he's just about to side him in the head. And what happens? He gets resuscitated and brought back to life. Fucking Lucy, man. Let go. Anyway, and then the movie's done, and we're only, what, an hour and 20 minutes into the movie. I'd be all right with that. That works. But we're going to have some twisting. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Lucy drives to the old house to get Patricia away from it. She tells Patricia Johnny's back. Uh, She says she knows. Johnny's ghost arrives and says she's going to be number 41. Uh, yep. We're going to beat Bundy's record. Uh, Ted Bundy, of course, we, we know who that is. There's, yeah, a, yeah. there's nothing we can add to fucking Ted Bundy uh, that we haven't already talked about. Oh, just, just a cow, cow count, because I think he was going up by cow count, wasn't he? So Bundy yeah. confessed to 30. 30 uh, it was about 30. Yeah. Well, confessed to 30, but probably more than that. But I think he was trying to drip feed the, uh, try to drip feed the popo information to keep himself alive. But I, yeah. Uh, Confessed to theory. Of course he was. Awful, awful people. Um, Johnny wants to kill Lucy now, but for Patricia to do it while he watches. She grabs this massive fucking kitchen knife, by the way. Uh, and I was like, yeah, that's good. And then she's like stabbing him. And it's like a sexual thing. And I was like, she's it, to, like, what really a fucking dark. pervert. Because she's, you know, she was only 15 years old. Yeah, that, that's a really, really, really dark. But I found that quite dark. Hence the R rating. Oh, is that what gave it the R rating? Well, I think the the Peter Jackson tried to tone it down as much because they were going to try and release it. If I remember right, they were going to try and release it round about Halloween. Okay. But the studio decided against it and put it up later on, which is probably why it flopped as well. But they tried to Peter Jackson tried to edit it in such a way that it would be. Or for kids as well, but they wouldn't have it. So that's why, towards the end, you see things getting a bit crazy. I'm really glad they didn't, because I get really fucked off with 12As and PG-13s and all this kind of carry-on. Let's let's have a fucking film. I think it's a 15, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Let's have a film. Let's Give us a film. You can still make money making 18s. I don't care what anybody says. (laughs) If the film's good, people will go and watch it. Oh, yeah. People, People will buy it and rent it. Unless there's a Stallone film out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair. <laughs> Lucy heads upstairs to get Mrs. Bradley. Uh, she finds Patricia sliced at a bits in the bed. Patricia fails to kill Lucy with the knife. So she grabs a shotgun. As you uh, do. They trap ghost Johnny in his urn. Which she has, which looks like the original World Cup, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> well, the Jules Remade trophy. Looks uh, like the Calcutta Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Frank explains they need to banish him to the other side, which is not where Notts County play. Uh, so they head to the chapel in the old hospital. Patricia's stalking him in the corridors. Now, I think this movie is due a video game. There's a lot in this that is video gamey. That is, yeah, yeah, is especially in the, in the in the hospital yeah. scenes. A lot of that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Frank hallucinates the kind of the '60s in the hospital. So it was meant to be 1964. Uh, he sees Johnny on his original rampage, and arguably he wasn't going to do anything until the 
doctor. The doctor scores it. But he'd got the gun. He'd got the gun. Right. So it's fine. Um, uh, 1964 it was. Other things that happened in 1964. China exploded the A-bomb. Oh. Yeah. What uh, about the F-bomb? <laughs> no. No, they didn't drop the C-bomb either. Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. receives the Nobel Prize, uh, all part of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Good work, Dr. King. Uh, Beatles in America. So you know all that fucking footage of screaming, Ah, Beatles in America! Ah, Fuck, can't hear them them singing because of it. Didn't do that for Mm. mud, did they? Um, (laughs) And uh, Tanganyika and Zanzibar merge. As they're now known as, uh, bring it you from Zanzibar. It's a tenacious <laughs> D reference that nobody wanted. <laughs> uh, oh, they're a murdering couple, by the way. I was wondering about films that had got murdering couples in. Heathers, nineteen eighty-eight. Yep, Christian Slater. It's an all right, yeah, it's an all right film. Christian Slater, man, I wish he'd been in more stuff. No, no. Uh, Natural Born Killers, which I don't rate. Just something about Natural Born Killers, I don't really like. I'm just not nah. into. Is it Robert Downey um, Jr. that yeah. It's everybody. Everybody puts me off. Uh, Bride of Chucky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah let the right one in, arguably. Yeah, I love yeah. those kids. I love he, those kids. He, he allows it, doesn't he? He allows it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thelma and Louise. <laughs> oh, yeah, Thelma and Louise is a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, arguably True Romance. Oh god, I yeah yeah. I give true romance. Oh, true romance is a true romance is a future episode. Uh, R.I.P. Chris Penn, the only pen that I give my heart to, other than this bio yeah. I'm holding. <laughs> but yeah, it's a crack. It'll be a cracking it episode. Long it's episode, but we're cracking. Yeah, yeah, it's well worth it. Um, so all the while, while they're heading to the chapel, Frank's seeing the murders happen on that day. Whilst Frank's avoiding Patricia, Lucy's grabbed by this newly arrived Milton. She gives him the slip in the world's noisiest and ricketyest elevator lift. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it alerts Patricia because it's really fucking noisy. Um, the lift jams between floors, which all I could think was every horror film I've ever seen. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely one of those in our tropes. Frank manages to get the urn off of Lucy, which is what England aren't going to be able to do uh, off Australia in the ashes. Uh, Milton intercepts Frank takes the urn and empties it out the window. Yeah. Uh, and and you kind of see like his face, face in, in nah. the ashes, and that looks really good. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Um, he says, Frank's delusional. He says, you're such an asshole. He says, he says, he says yeah, but I'm an asshole with an Uzi. <laughs> he pulls, and he shoots him like one bullet once yeah. in the shoulder. And I understand mm. that that's a one-armed gun. That's a one-handed gun. Mm-hmm. And I know they're not easy to control, mm-hmm. but, but fucking hell, what a bad shot is he? We just die. He had all that body hit, and he just clips his shoulder. As Damas goes to shoot him again, he drops to the ground because he won't shoot him in the back. He drops to the ground. Patricia's on the other side, and Patricia blows Damas's head off, which looks really good. You see that the ghost head. Yeah, yeah. That's when they the- decided because it wasn't going to be a. Well, it's going to be a, a fifteen. They decided just to put that bit in because it was okay. maybe shot through, maybe shot through the chest, like death becomes her. All right, okay. Oh, a hole in the chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. yeah. So Frank falls through two floors of rotten floor, and Lucy comes to save him, uh, only for him to get a rifle butt to the face off Patricia. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he then flashes back to the day his wife died, and you see it's actually Patricia that killed him with his killed her with his Stanley knife. Yeah. Uh, she then realizes she's out of shells. Patricia goes to shoot him. She realizes she's out of shells. She chokes him out with the barrel of the gun, mm-hmm. killing him. You're like fucking hell. She's she killed killed the protagonist of the film, and then kicks kicks him in the feet. You're yeah, like, oh. you're like, oh come on. Um, she goes to run Lucy through, but Frank's ghost grabs. Patricia and heads up the tunnel to heaven. Yeah, which I was like, "Oh, that's good move." Yeah, that's a move. Johnny's screaming like, "No way! I'm going to wrestle Patricia off you!" Anyway, he does. He wrestles her off him. Frank lands with Stu and Cyrus, and they're like, "No, no, step back! <laughs> don't, uh, you don't want to be part of this." Uh, and Johnny's giving it the old, "Yeah, we're going to go back down and kill some more. Yeah, we're going to do this." The tunnel turns into these worms, <laughs> which I still thought looked good. It's yeah, yeah. good, and the worms go through them, and then it closes up into this giant worm wow. who licks its lips. Which I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> that's that's the that's the coup de grace. That's the coup de grace. That one." I know it's coup de gras, listeners. I just, I just like to be very common. <laughs> it's my coal mining background, um, and he uh, and 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 they vanish off into basically hell worms. Uh, Cyrus yeah. and Stu explain it's brilliant up there. Stu's popular with the girls. Cyrus can smoke his cigars. Um, and then the wife's there. And she says, look, it's not your time to go. Go back and be happy. And enjoy your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enjoy yourself. The next shot, Lucy's crying on him and he wakes up. Well, that's it. Lucy and Frank are drinking champagne on the hill as his house is being demolished. So he basically uh-huh. had the blessing to get rid of the house. Yeah. Uh, the sheriff arrives and he says... Look, I've got to tell you, we found a whole heap of Ouija boards up there. Not you. <laughs> not not that kind of Ouija. Um, at the house, which allowed Patricia to be able to contact Johnny. And he's like, nice epilogue. Well delivered, Walt. <laughs> and I'm like, yes! I love it. Love it, love it when people call people out on, on, on all the whole on story. The story. It's yeah. great. I love it. Um, he says, look, I want to write a book on what happened. And Frank says, why don't you just ask your guardian angel and points to the car? He looks back at the car, and obviously he can't see anything. And he's like Hello. laughing, guardian angel, you're a druggie, you're a guy. Gets back in the car as the car drives off. Who's in the Who's in the back seat? Oh, Damas. Oh. Damas. And, and Lucy's like, Damas looks really pissed off. And he's like, mm-hmm. you could see him? Said, well, yeah, you know, when you have... A near-death experience. Yeah, that's right. You can, <laughs> uh, you can see it. And that's the movie, and it was brilliant i had such uh, a great time it's been nah, such a man. while since we've watched a really good film oh and that was really and that's really good, good. that's yeah. really fun it's really i'd recommend fun. that to anybody it's, it's still it's still funny the the graphics still hold up the cj yeah. holds up uh, it's still so good still yeah. good oh john what have you got because i've got fucking tons left here right so i'll be as quick as i can with these so robert zemeckis is obviously a producer but the last film we directed was 2020's the witches Oh, that's rotten, mate. Have you seen that? No, I don't like it. Oh, then. no, don't. It's rotten. Yeah. Because I think the last big one he done was that, is it Mars Needs Mums? It lost like 130 oh, million. Oh, shit. That is, that's yeah, the that thing means. that puts um, that puts studio um, uh, your face kind of films. Because he did the he did the, the one, oh, kill your monster, didn't he? He did that one. Oh, sorry, that Jesus. Um, I want to say Beermoth. It's not called Beermoth. What's the old... English Be- 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 story. Beowulf. Yeah, he did yeah. that. He did the Polar Express, which is really uncanny valley. And uh-huh. he did the world's worst, as it's Christmas, the world's worst Ebenezer Scrooge film. 
Or did he do the Jim, the Jim Carrey one? one? Yeah, and it's just they're just oh, it's just uh, stop it's, doing the fucking face. The things, yeah, stop just, it. Uh, it doesn't work. Yeah, uh, that Mars Need Moms thing looks. I think I've probably managed about ten minutes. That looks. Awful. I watched it just to see how bad it was. It was a shame, but um, right, okay. The Grim Reaper is a spectral entity that is said to be the manifestation of death itself. Uh, it's been about, or the the word, or the description has been used as a 15th century. Um, I didn't know this. In the UK, you can reserve a grave for a period of up to from a year to up to five years with an annual fee, which is non-refundable. Uh, and you can only reserve one grave. You can only reserve one. You can't reserve it for anybody else. Uh, the utility knife goes back to Roman times. The first modern-styled utility knife is widely acknowledged as being the Stanley knife. Which was yep. which was made in the nineteen thirties. Just to jump in on that one, I had uh, Stanley knives are eleven sixty eight at Screwfix. If you want one, it is illegal to carry one without good reason, i.e., if you're a carpet fitter or you're having a dust up at Hearts versus Hibs Derby. Ah, <laughs> I don't think that's a good reason, <laughs> listeners. Don't go knifing people. Don't go crazy. It's terrible. It's an awful idea. Um, you mentioned John Wayne Gacy, didn't you? So John Wayne Gacy was known as a clown killer who assaulted and murdered at least 33 young men and boys. And it was his head saying something about the crazy cannibal Russian. Mm-hmm. Does that ring any bells? It does, so the, yeah. He's, so he, he's complaining that he sh- the record should be held by, by an American. Record should be held by an American uh, yeah. with big teeth. Yeah. <laughs> so he's referring to a Ukrainian called Andre Andrei Chikilio. Okay. Um, he was a Soviet serial killer nicknamed the Red Ripper uh, who sexually assaulted, murdered and mutilated at least 52 women and children between 1978 and 1990. Wow. I am so very sorry. Okay. Wow. So it's held by Russia right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it isn't. It's held by the Ukraine. Don't don't get those well, two mixed up. It's it's held by one of the former CCCCCCCCP. Yeah. Okay. Um, eh, oh, I like these. Pick-up sticks. Someone mentions pick-up sticks as a game. Uh, you can play pick-up sticks with toothpicks if you are up for a Christmas dinner game that isn't getting drunk and falling over your dog, John. You know, you probably do. Uh, pick-up sticks or pick-a-stick is a game of physical and mental skill in which a bundle of sticks is dropped as a loose bunch on a tabletop, jumbling into a random pile. Each player in turn tries to remove a stick from the pile without disturbing any of the others. I personally prefer Kaplunk. Uh, I was going to say that. It just sounds like a boring version of Kaplunk. Kaplunk uh, a version of Kaplunk without There's Kaplunk consequences Kaplunk. to your actions. Kaplunk's amazing. Uh, <laughs> table salt. Table salt gets mentioned, and I can't remember for why, um, but table salt is typically mined from underground deposits and is processed to remove other minerals. Table salt is commonly fortified with iodine, which is important for your thyroid health. God, yeah. Um, ectoplasm, I like this fact. Ectoplasm is from the ancient Greek word ektos, which okay. means okay. Outside. outside. Yeah. Okay. And plasma, uh, which is, I can't read, I can't read that Greek. Uh, it's all Greek to me. Uh, which literally means... To, to mold or something? Co- correct, yeah. Um, uh, which, oh, so it means which has form. Yep, yeah, sorry. It's the crud which supports the cells which are transported around the body. 
There you go. Right. I struggled a little bit there because I'd managed to mix up the Greek bits and I was kind of like, oh, I can read that. I can read that. No, I can't. I just, no, I just, keep, I forget, I just keep forgetting my Greek. <laughs> uh, the Spawn Movie Ranch, which I'm going to go back to the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in LA, bought by George Spawn uh, in 1953. It's 55 acres. It's no longer used. It was primary residence of the Manson family, 68 69. Nice. Spawn was 80 years old and going blind and allowed them to stay rent free for labour uh, as long as. He watched he his uh, TV shows on a Sunday <laughs> night, if you remember. <laughs> That's right. Um, Michael J. Fox. Uh, I wanted to kind of highlight a little bit about Parkinson's, which obviously we know Michael J. Fox suffers from. It's a de- degenerative disorder uh, of the central nervous system. Symptoms of tremors, rigidity, slowness of movement. There is no known cause, but risks can allegedly come from head injuries, exposure to pesticides, and sadly, there is no known cure. However, yeah. um, if you're in the States, if you're in the UK, there are definitely specific um, Parkinson's charities who are doing research all the time. Yeah. Last thing for me is around the makeup for the judge. Now, it says at the start, special makeup for the judge uh, is Rick Baker. Now, you know that name, John, because you know him from loads of things. Uh, The detachable jawbone bit was Mm. later added in digitally. So you can kind of see it moving in bits. It looks like a prop, but it's not. Mm. Um, Baker was brought on to do the makeup, but couldn't because it took five hours to do John Astin's makeup. His commitment was to the nutty professor. Oh, wow. Which is a terrible film I saw at the cinema. Jesus. But, you know, Rick Baker won an Oscar for that movie. What, for the... For the makeup on... on no, on The Nutty Professor. That's crazy. He won an man. Oscar on The Nutty Professor. I mean, the makeup is good. Um, so, makeup artist Brian Panakis had to do the uh, application of the five hours worth of makeup. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, any excuse to not do it. On the subject of Rick Baker, though, he won the first Academy Award for Makeup Oscar. Do you know which film? Very famous horror film. With very uh, good makeup and effects. Oh, The Howling? Close. American Werewolf in London. Oh, fuck. You were so close there. Of so course. Close. Uh, that is mines, mate. How many do you think we got? <sighs> I want it to be a hundred. So I'm going to say a hundred. I'm gutted. How? It's ninety-six. Fuck off! No oh, way! Shit. No, no, no! Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on! I've just missed my bit about Wetter. Uh, Wetter is Peter Jackson's in-house sci-fi, uh, in-house special effects. It's won yep. six Academy Awards for best visual effects, including Avatar. And the Jungle Book, amongst wow. other things, they've created a system called Barbershop, which I thought was brilliant, which allows artists to manipulate VFX hair, which they did for those um, those monkey films, the Planet of the Apes films. Oh, Planet of the Apes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's named after the Weta, which is a huge kiwi insect with the mm. claws and the face, and it's minging. Right, okay. Hang on, okay. 97... 98, uh, I've, I've 99, 100. 
<laughs> right, we're not, we're not doing it anymore. All we're right, okay. That's, that's it. One, add, add one more, that's it. Add it if you want. Add it if you want. What you got? Have you have you got any more? No, no, I'm out. No, I, I thought I was out already, but I'd missed the wetter thing. I had this uh, I had this third sheet that I'd missed wetter. <laughs> uh, the only other thing, well, Michael J. Fox was the only person that was that was um, up for this role. They didn't have anybody else in mind apart from him. But if he did fall through, they had Tom Cruise and what? somebody else in mind. I know. Tom I know. Cruise? Who knew? Fucking uh, Tom Cruise. Who knew? But uh, that's me, 101. 101. Well done, that man. 101 damnations. Fantastic. I had a found for, by the way. I've still got my notes. I, I like would have found and for. And then, and then take them up. But I always leave stuff out, man. <laughs> <laughs> like Danny Elfman. We didn't even touch on Danny Elfman. And you I, love Danny I, Elfman. I try not to touch on Danny Elfman. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. Elfman gets upset. Elfman on the shelfman at this time of year. Uh, I know half. <laughs> uh, well, that was fun, wasn't it, listeners? Yeah, there's good. nobody still listening. Nobody's oh. listening. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so that is the movie. That's 101 Things We Learned. Um, you know where to get us. We're all over the internet um, at 100 Things Pod on Twitter, where we are mostly about at 100 Things Film on Facebook, Instagram, and Tickety Talks. Um, we have a sister podcast where myself and Tom talk about everything that we've learned from an episode of The Simpsons. There is an episode, Chris, our Christmas episode is live as we speak, which is the first ever episode of The Simpsons. So get get some of that in your fucking lugs. Um, give us a review, rate reviews wherever you can, please. That would be really nice. Tell us yeah, uh, something yeah, yep. that you learned. Thanks to everybody that does that on a regular basis. John, what would you like to say in parting? Very rare that we recommend films that have watched some, actually sometimes really kill them, don't mean and stick a knife in, but that's one, if you get the chance to see it, give it a watch. It's, it's, I, I actually forget who good it actually is, so give it a go. Yeah, good give crack. It a go. Good crack. Um, we'll be back next week with our proper Christmas ghost episode. We're going to be talking the fantastic Bill Murray <laughs> in Scrooge. Love that as well. Love great, it as well. Great. I watch, it, I watch it every year, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, watching it, watching it twice this year will not go. Uh, <laughs> will not bank. go amiss. Sandy Duncan, two first names. Oh. Don't trust her. Bill Murray, two first names. Fucking hell, is this an episode of two first names? We'll come to Maybe it. We'll figure it out. We'll okay. Figure it out. <laughs> but until next week, he's been John. I've been Mark, and we have been 101 things we learned about Peter Jackson and the always. Always brilliant, Michael J. Fox, except for Doc Hollywood uh, of the Frighteners. See ya. See ya, guys. (laughs) 